1: Welcome back to the On Cowboys podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Lana McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what's going on, sir?
0: Not a ton. Uh, excited about the game this weekend. Get a little bit of a dress rehearsal sort of kind of mm-hmm. thing. Sort of, uh, kind so- of. We're we're getting closer to real, and real, closer and closer to real football, uh, so I'm excited to to preview it and, and talk about what we're going to see.
1: I just have to put a little bit of a disclaimer out there. If I if I'm slurring my words today, it's not because I had a drink right before the podcast. I have like I went to the dentist like 30 minutes before the podcast started, got shot up with Novocaine, so I for the, the, the viewers that are watching on youtube it should be a pretty hilarious experience so yeah
0: yesterday yesterday the camera fell on me and today uh you're gonna see Marcus i'm doing it with drooling, only one side of my face it should just be yeah,
1: yeah it should be good so uh my good. sweatshirt is going to progressively get wetter as this thing goes on <laughs> uh all right let's talk about the cowboys preseason game the first Do thing it. i want to talk about landon is according to mike mccarthy on friday the Cowboys are going to play their entire starting defense in the first half. Yeah. Now there's going to be some substitutions that are pretty normal, but I, I guess I wasn't expecting an entire half. Uh how do you feel about that?
0: I mean, I, I think it's it's not terrible. I mean, again, it's good to kind of get some of these guys some reps. We, we haven't really seen uh a full first team uh, unit out there working together. I, so I do think that there is something uh to that. I, I you know, it feels like it's been uh you know, a little bit of a hodgepodge on defense, you know, Mm. they're just kind of trying to fit pieces together and, and, and it's going to be a little bit of a hodgepodge in the regular season too, because I think they are going to try to deploy different formations and, and, and have different personnel groups out there. So it's not, you know, it's not always the same 11 guys reconfigured in different formations. It's, you know, they're going to be playing, like we talked about, what, what do you think? 15, probably 15 players that they'll, you know, normally kind of rotate in. So uh, but I do think that it's, it's important to kind of get an opportunity to get the main personnel groups that you're going to be deploying some time on the field together to work together in live action reps uh, a- a- against, you know, I, I mean, again, I don't. I haven't heard from 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 Houston, but I'm assuming
1: Deshaun Watson's not playing tonight. Were you going to say like, they're going to get a chance against an NFL team? Is that what you're going to say? And you pulled I back. I was going to
0: say that, and then I backed all the way out because even <laughs> with Deshaun Watson, they're barely an NFL team. Deshaun Watson can barely drag them to an the NFL team, and he's currently indisposed. I don't know if anyone's heard. So yeah, uh, yeah, I think for the Cowboys. It's just about, you know, getting an opportunity in the closest they're going to get before the regular season to have their full defense go against something close to the number one offense. Uh, and then and then just to kind of, you know, get their feet out, get their timing, get the make sure that the calls are right, make sure they're on the same page. Uh, I, I don't think it's the worst idea. Obviously, we got to hold our breath uh, for injuries, but I, I, I think it's probably smart to get them this work and then solely focus that fourth game on, on down roster guys and and checking out guys that you may want to have as your 52nd or 53rd guy.
1: Here's the thing. It's still not going to be their full starting defense, right? Because DeMarcus Lawrence isn't going to play. Obviously Neville Gallimore is not going to play. Yeah. Randy Gregory, it sounds like he probably will play a few snaps. So I got a feeling he might be the one guy that's kind of limited in how much action he sees. So while Mike McCarthy can say it's their starting defense, it's not really, but we did see a lot of these guys last week. Like even Trevon Diggs played, into the second quarter last week, uh, the secondary guys. But I think it's going to be nice to at least see Parsons on the field for more than 10, 11 snaps. It'll be nice to see, uh, you know, maybe Van Der Esch and Keanu Neal playing more than a handful of snaps. That's what I'm excited for. Um, continuing to talk about the defense, I want to talk about a, a tweet yesterday from Clarence Hill. He said, look for Jalen Smith and Leighton Van Der Esch. Uh, to get some special team snaps. Now, he didn't say in this game or into the regular season, it was just to see some special team snaps. I think that made a lot of people nervous, or not nervous, but curious that maybe their future with Dallas is uncertain. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Well, you know, it's interesting. I don't know if you actually got a chance to listen to Dan Quinn's comments uh, that I think that these are based off of. Uh, But, you know, Quinn made it pretty clear that if they decide to kind of go short at linebacker or you know if they decide to kind of keep a small group of obviously very so basically would, bro Cox
1: being your last one is that what you yeah mean? exactly yeah.
0: that these guys are going to need to play special teams and 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 um and actually now that I say that it wasn't Quinn it was obviously Bones Fossil that was saying uh that that both Leighton and Jalen have been uh uh very willing to uh to uh you know the participants in that and that they have participated in that and it was just a re, you know they talked about how it was just a reality you know if if yeah. you're gonna go short uh, at linebacker or if that's the plan at this point uh that you need you, those backup linebackers those other guys linebackers on the roster they have to play special teams yep. because you're you know you're gonna be short of the players that you need to in order to fill out a a, a, a special teams unit and he even talked about you know uh uh Armstrong and, and how Armstrong is is a uh he used Armstrong as an example and and, and uh he David, and Donovan Wilson here, yeah. too yep. yeah and, and, and Wilson you know like Wilson last year right where he was like mm-hmm. Donovan Wilson was a core special teamer for me as the season went on it was clear that he needed to uh uh you know spend some time with the more time with the defense and we had to pull him back yep. he's like that's what's kind of the opposite of what's going on with layton and and, and jalen jalen's not going to play 98 of the snaps this year that much is clear so they, they need those backup linebackers to play special teams i think the question has been on a lot of cowboys fans mind twofold one would the cowboys actually do that Would would, would the cowboys be willing to uh, uh uh put their you know highly paid linebacker um and their highly drafted linebacker on special teams and, and kind of you know, sort of what would be a, a I don't say embarrassing, but it's like, it's, it's, it's not exactly what, you know, the, the norm is for, for what, what people pay, being paid. You no, know, like I mean, you're paying those money.
1: guys over 20, 20 million dollars combined this year, and they're going to be playing on special teams. It's obviously not the hope in mind Dallas Cowboys had, but it's kind of just the job if you're the fourth but, and fifth linebacker on this team, right? That, I mean, You you agree with me that that is a positive development, right?
0: The fact that the Cowboys are admitting that this is the case and facing reality. I mean, it's not a
1: positive development for Jalen and Vanderush, but it is like a franchise thing of, hey, we got better guys, and you guys are just gonna have if you wanna play, you're gonna have to play on special teams. That's just the way it is. I, I, I I, I agree. Yeah.
0: It totally flies in the face with the with the you know the the kind of Talk of the people that are like the Cowboys won't make the right decision here. They won't, um, you know, they they, they they won't be able to like they'll for, they'll be forced to start Jalen LV because Jerry will make them. That's clearly not the case. I mean, it sounds like Parsons and Neal are basically your starting linebackers if you come out. Nickel Leighton Vander Esch will come out as if they need a third linebacker, and then Jalen will rotate in as necessary. And those down roster linebackers are going to play special teams. I, I think that's really big news because again. It it shows smart coaching, smart decision making, not compounding previous mistakes by uh, trying to force a, a, a round peg into a square hole.
1: I want to continue to talk about those linebackers in just a second. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Built Bar, the absolute best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors. It's just a great combination of low calories, high protein and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste absolutely fantastic. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you will get 15% off your next box at builtbar.com. All right. First and foremost, I want to talk about an article that David Moore, I, we're going to get into the preseason stuff in a second, but David yeah. Moore uh, from the Dallas Morning News put out an article early this week, basically said uh, the Cowboys' starting linebackers are Micah Parsons and Keanu Neal because Dan Quinn loves the speed and the athleticism they have. My question is, is that the right linebacker pairing to start games? I, I agree, and Nico, I think it makes a lot of sense. I'm still wondering if Parsons and Van der Esch isn't the best early down combination. What are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I just I think we we should stop being held up by start. That, that I, the problem the problem is the word starting defense. You know, who cares? Okay. Like, I mean, could there be a less relevant, less important down than first down and the first quarter and the first possession of the of the game? Who cares who's on the field then? You know, and that's not a, a comment on you because this is the, this is the talk, but this is where we are is when they say starting, I think they mean the guys, the, 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 coaches, the, the guys are going to take the majority yeah. of snaps. And that's why it's important, right? Is because yeah. we've talked about this, the transition to, to nickel as nickels, the new base, you know, that's why uh, uh, these guys uh, would be the starters on defenses because when they have three, three wide receivers out there, these
1: are the two linebackers that you want on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's not hard to see. We talked about this earlier this off season, like on third downs, who are your most athletic guys? It's Parsons and it's Keanu Neal. Who are your guys that are best in coverage playing against smaller running backs or matching up against bigger tight ends? It's Parsons and Neal. So shouldn't be a surprising development to anybody. Last question about the linebackers before we move on. Van Der Esch and Jalen, if they are playing on special teams, where do they play? Like, is there a certain job that you could see Van Der Esch doing well, Jalen? Because as somebody pointed out to me, Jalen's not going to be running down on kicks. I just I don't see that happening. Why not? I, I, well, I don't know if it may get down Jalen can run, guys. Like, he can't change directions. That's the problem <laughs> a little bit on special teams. If a guy gives you a little shoulder shake at all, you're going to be completely out, out of the you know the face.
0: Punt coverage is about maintaining your lane. If okay, he, but you know, I'm saying
1: kick, I, kickoff coverage.
0: Yeah, I, I,
1: okay, I can I, see Jalen on like on, on like punt block and punt return that kind of stuff. I could see him. I don't I mean, know I about think, kickoff. I returns. think
0: he's good on coverage he, just okay. because he has straight line speed. I I think that helps. I mean, I, I think he could do kick kick coverage, especially in the middle. Uh, I I think he could do punt coverage. I I, I think because he can he can run. He just he just can't <laughs> change directions. Yeah, and, yeah and, hey, what about Ash? Van Der Esch, you know, I think you can put him wherever. Yeah. I mean, I think he has the physical ability to do whatever you need on his special teams. In, in I, any spot, I, I, I agree. think, right?
1: Yeah, I agree. I, yeah. I, I that's something I a, a sneaky thing to monitor uh, on Saturday night's game is like, where is Esch and Jalen playing on special teams? Like, just watch out for that because that might even be more important than what the, like the starting defense looks like and how they're performing. But where they're actually lining up is what I'm curious.
0: And that's actually interesting. I I didn't even think about that. Do you think that they will play special teams this this weekend?
1: I mean, if you're going to do it during the regular season, you might as well start doing it in the preseason, right? It's
0: a good Uh, thing. All right.
1: Some other Cowboy news for preseason. It sounds like Lyle Collins is going to play on Saturday night, and that's fantastic news considering uh, there was a little bit of a scare with him on, was that Wednesday? Um, Again, I'm not sure how many snaps. It sounds like the offense is going to play maybe the quote-unquote starting offense without Dak. Like two series, Amari made it seem like it was ten to fifteen dry or ten to fifteen plays. Uh, Lyle, are you su- are you surprised that he's going to be playing?
0: No, I mean it. It didn't sound like it was very serious at the time. He didn't leave the field to go get treatment. You know, uh, anytime that they're staying on the field uh, after the injury and, and they're and still in their pads, I mean, he was still in his shoulder pads. I mean, he didn't have his helmet on, but still wearing his shoulder pads while he had a neck and shoulder injury. Yeah. Yeah. that sounds like a strain to me
1: yeah um zeke i kind of get the sense that he's not going to play as well right we don't really need to see zeke in the preseason i mean
0: we've already been told that he's not playing in, oh, in, okay. in, I, haven't, in I didn't in, know no, no, in, i'm saying in hard knocks episode oh, one yeah. remember yeah that's like they, they said that we, there's no reason he, sh- he should get any carry so uh i i think when i heard that at the time in, at hard knocks it was a little bit surprising but I guess now it's not. I mean, now that we know uh, it, it I, want, I mean, he's got a lot of carries. I don't, I don't know that we need to see him.
1: Necessarily. Uh, it, don't give him any touches in the preseason. It makes complete sense to me. Keep him as fresh as possible. Try to manage his touches throughout the season. I just think it's the best for everybody. Um, awesome. Let's, let's stay on the offensive side of the ball because there's not a lot to, to watch after the starters go out, but is there anybody you're going to be keeping an eye on during this game? Definitely
0: the backup tackles. You know, I mean, sure. I've been trying to watch them a lot, anyways, just because you know there's been a lot of hand wringing and uh, on the situation, and you know, I, I think you kind of have to have uh, uh, a a clear, I don't know, a clear eyed view on this. Oh, uh, man, shout out to Jalen. Uh, you know, I look. I think you have to understand, like, understand, um, you know, what what should be the standard for this position, right? Like, I don't think we have been spoiled by Lale Collins and Tyron Smith as to what a t- offensive tackles job is like prior to the,
1: 2020. Yeah.
0: Well, even before, <laughs> yeah, even, yeah. Well, I mean, this year we did last year, we didn't get to see him barely, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean the idea that, you know, uh, that a backup swing tackle should be able to handle every one-on-one block by himself against all of the pass rushes. That's, that's, I mean, most starting offensive tackles don't handle that. So uh, I think, you know, we just need to kind of see if, uh, he's, if these guys are moving well, if they're able to handle uh, the job. I thought that Ty and Seki has looked better and better over the last few weeks. Okay. Um, and, and I don't know that anyone's kind of saying anything about it. And they've kind of just left it as, Oh, this is a problem. Um, but I, I think we need to you know, make sure that it's at least at a solid baseline so that if something were to happen to Ty, if something were to happen to Lael, uh, that Seki would be able to go in and with a little bit of help, be able mm-hmm. to do what the finish out the game, do what they need to do, and then they can kind of figure out, you know, how long the injury is and then determine what the best long term solution is. If they need to kick Martin out to tackle or whatever, I think those are they would rather not do that in game. I think. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. it, it's, it feels like inseki is there in case they need to finish a game or go in you know, to another game, one game, two games with a with another tackle. I think if it was there was a long term injury at the position, they probably would make, you know, more of a a long term, you know, long term move as in like letting Martin play tackle for the rest of the season and maybe it it also
1: might it might depend on which tackle gets hurt, right? Because I my gut feel is that if if Lyell is out, they are more comfortable playing Terrence Steele at right tackle than Terrence Steele at left tackle. And again, that's just a complete gut call there. But obviously I think Martin's a better right tackle probably in the NFL than he is a left tackle. So it's it's just confusing. I'm curious to see how those two guys play. The other one that I would mention is Connor McGovern. Um, mm. I think he's played pretty well in the preseason. But what I'm going to be watching is, does he take any snaps at right guard? Because every snap that we've yep. seen from him in the preseason – is at left guard, right? And you would think in this kind of scenario that we're just talking about, if something were to happen to lay out and they move, uh, you know, Jack Martin over to right tackle that Connor McGovern would slide into right guard, like we saw last year, but they haven't really given him a lot of snaps at right guard. I'm just curious why that's going on. Is it something they're purposely doing? Is it just th- kind I of, think so. you think so? Why is yeah, that? Yeah,
0: so? I think, I, well, my, my thought process here is that they are, they're, number one job with McGovern is to get him ready for the potential to start at left guard in 2022. That's that's
1: kind of been my feeling as well. Like we know we're not going to be able to pay Connor Williams. Let's just get McGovern ready.
0: That kind of answers the question of why they're not cross training him at center too, is that that he needs all the snaps he can get at the position that they ultimately want him to play at. They know Connor Williams can play left guard. Or they at least know that Connor Williams can play a left guard at, the, at 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 a level that they're comfortable with. I think Connor Williams is a pretty good, or at least average, better than average left guard. Uh, I got so, a lot of heat I, on
1: Twitter for saying that last week. By the way, people got real upset. I don't. Yeah, it's it's true. At the
0: very worst, he's an
1: average guard. Yeah. Okay?
0: Yeah. Go watch. I mean, I, I don't. Yeah. Go go form your own opinion. I, but uh, that's fine. It's Two jailing
1: quotes that you've had today. But go, all right, go ahead.
0: My, my, <laughs> mine makes sense though. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's, I think you know, Williams, you know what you know what you got, or at least you know you know that you can plug it back into left guard and he's going to perform at the level that you're 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 used to, right? Um, and I think that they they wanted to have a better solution for in game injuries that didn't require them taking ten yeah. offensive linemen into the game. So uh, this is still an experiment; they're still trying it. Um, I don't know how I feel. I mean, obviously the snaps are not good. He's got to figure that out if that's ever going to be a case. But again, I would remind everyone that the timeline for needing to finish this project of, of, of making Connor Williams a backup center is not week one. It's when Tyler Biotish you know, can't take a snap. Yeah, that's yep. that's when he has to be ready. So if, you know, heaven forbid, I'm not you can hear it. knock on wood. Nothing goes wrong for for 17 weeks. We don't even have to know about this. In the first That'd be play. fantastic. Yes. You know, so that's that's the goal is, you know, it doesn't necessarily need to be perfect week one. He just needs to be good when
1: we need him. The last thing I'll say about the offense, because again, there's not a lot of good storylines here. I'm as a noted fullback lover. I'm excited to watch Nick Ralston. I think he's going to be, have a really good game in this one. I think the Cowboys are going to use him a lot. Keep an eye on him. I, mean, I don't know why you hate fullbacks, but I hate them. Look, real quick
0: uh, yeah. uh, bones talked about Ra- Ra- uh, Ralston specifically singled him out as a guy. That's a, a riser. I'm not going to be shocked if he makes a team at okay. this point. He's not uh, on my 53 that I've. I, I'm guessing yet, but I'm. I'm close. Oh, he'll be on.
1: There. I'm not even worried he'll about be it on at there. all. He'll be on. There. All right, one more quick break to tell you guys about Bet Online. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props and contests including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest 200,000 NFL Survivor contest open now at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. Be sure to take their uh, take advantage of their opening day super promo. All you have to do is make a bet on the Cowboys Buccaneers game in Week One, and you will be refunded if you, a wager up to twenty five dollars if you lose, and that's for new customers only using the promo code NFL one hundred. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Layton. Just talk about a couple of guys on defense before we head out um again we know the starters are gonna play a lot i'm still curious about nation right i'm i want to see malik hooker i want to see how much they play him i want to yeah. see where they play him do they play him exclusively as a free safety do they play him down in the box are there any packages with him and casey on the field at the same time now that would be interesting uh what are your thoughts on the defense
0: yeah, I mean, according to the, the depth chart that they released yesterday, it does sound like, uh, as it stands right now, KZ is the starter and free safety and Hooker is, the, is his backup. I would definitely not be surprised if there were packages where they were in together. I That'd would be a lot defin- of fun, by the way. Oh yeah, I think would I would definitely be not surprised if there were packages where you see both KZ and Hooker and Wilson on the field. Uh, Should I you think take that-
1: out a linebacker and put it and you just have Mike on the field?
0: Maybe. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and just depending on what they, what they need, you know? So uh, I think that this is what they're looking for, you know, is the, is this, this kind of the versatility to play these, pl- these guys in spots, uh, you know, where they need them depending on the matchup that week. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and it, you know, again, if you listen to Dan Quinn yesterday, the conversation was about, this is a matchup defense. This is a, a we're mm-hmm. going to be multiple in our formations. We're going to do multiple things up front you know, it, there's obviously aspects that are going to be similar to what he ran in Seattle. There's obviously aspects that are going to be similar to what he ran in Atlanta. Um, but it is, I mean, we haven't we haven't seen it in the game yet. But everything up until now has pointed towards what Dan Quinn's saying also being the reality, right? Yep. That that they yep. are trying to move to this. And to Mike Nolan's credit, ultimately that's what his point was with this as well. Is that You need these kind of defenses in order to match up with the tougher offenses, especially late in the season. You cannot have a defense that is vanilla that you think you run really well. That's not going to be enough to beat the best teams in the league. So they are clearly making an effort to be multiple in formation, multiple in their personnel groups. Um, And I think that, you know, what that that ultimately means for this team is that you're going to have a lot of guys – playing on defense like i said up to 15 so look you know that's one of the things to look for in this game is you know who's coming in who's coming out what's the you know dan quay also mentioned uh uh, down and distance as Mm -hmm. a big indicator of who's uh, in field position so you know at they're at the 50 who's playing linebacker they're in the goal line who's playing linebacker you know those sort of things so trying to parse out exactly what that rotation is how these players are coming in uh, at safety, at linebacker, less at corner, but, but, you know, some there and then at defensive line, it's really going to be about the personal packages they're deploying uh, depending on who they're playing and, and what the situation is.
1: Yeah. A couple more guys that I want to mention Israel Makamo, the yep. just towering free safety. The Cowboys have, I think he's listed as third on their depth chart right now, which doesn't really matter a ton, but he is pro football focus, his highest graded safety right now in the preseason. Just want to throw that out there. Uh, I, I think he, if he's somebody that I'm going to be watching and then Calvin Joseph, right? Probably a little bit of a step back in week two against Arizona did make a nice play near the end zone, but can he have a better game? Sound like he had a better practice this week. Uh, I'm curious to see how he bounces back. And then got to mention Bradley and I, our guy for, for John owning. I thought he was phenomenal rushing the passer last week. It's just everything else. It's can he hold up against the run? Can he not commit penalties in horrible times in the game? Uh, I, I'm just curious to see how he looks going into year two. Any other guys you want to mention?
0: No, I mean, I think you know we sh- some of the guys you should mention that are in competition with some of those guys. I mean, uh, Rondell Carter is a guy that you know I, that I keep kind of dealing with when I when I'm trying to figure out who's going to be that last bottom of the, the roster defensive end guy. It's simply because you know, it's, and this is man, this is what makes 53 man roster building so fun slash difficult, yeah. right? Is that I mean, even though they play a, the same position. Who looks different than Rondale Carter and Bradley and I? Yeah, and, and yeah. they're you know competing for the same well, spot. Okay, so
1: let's go through the defensive ends really quickly. Demarcus yeah, Lawrence, do. Randy Gregory, Doran Armstrong, Dorne Armstrong, Bashy. Uh, then you. we've got probably one more spot, right? Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, I think uh, I don't have it in front of you. I think if I remember correctly, I had six six defensive.
1: So, ends. You, so you're thinking you're going to keep six guys rather than just four? Or excuse me, yeah. than just five.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that, well, it depends on who you're keeping, right? Like, I mean, I I think that if you're going to, and and again, you know, we have to consider roster mechanisms and uh, the IR, uh, you know, dance that they do day one, you know, who's, who's hopping on and (laughs) who's hopping off the roster only to turn around and hop on and that sort of thing. So I think that, you know, you can go a little bit longer at defensive end if you're getting a guy like Rondell Carter, because I think, he could play a little bit of inside outside, right? Yep, yep. Bradley and I is a straight defensive end and really basically just a pass rusher. Yep. Uh, so, but the problem is that pass rush is so valuable and he's good at it that it's like it's it's almost like those players because of that are very neck and neck. So, uh, I would say watch both of those guys, see where Rondell Carter is playing, see where both of them are playing on special teams. That's again yes. to point yes. back to what you were saying. That may be as important as anything else we see to kind of indicate what their likelihood of making the team is
1: I will try my best to chart some of the the uh, special team snaps this weekend so we can talk about it on Monday because again if Bradley and I is not playing special teams and just a hypothetical gonna give you a pretty good idea of who's gonna grab that fifth or sixth defensive end spot on this team so uh, that is it for today's show thank you guys for tuning in we'll be back what Monday for a show when we're going to be talking about everything going on in this game. Uh, we'll make sure we have that podcast out fairly early for you guys. Uh, as always, you can download and subscribe to the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple podcast, uh, all those places continue to check us out on YouTube. You can follow the show at locked on Cowboys. You can follow Lane at McCool BCB and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy the game. And we'll see you guys next time.